The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. is going to work again. Crescente Luque, a winner yet again. Atorno Latinoamericano, a Uruguay. Vamos, vamos. Welcome to UFC Unfiltered. We're constantly tweaking this program. Well, I understand the UFC wants to make a, a really uh, major tweak um, and get somebody else with Matt. Is twerking still a thing? I hope so, because I do it. Do you do it? Yes, I do. You want to see what kind of prick I am? Uh, More espresso, fucks! I don't think that makes you a prick. Matt is banging his espresso Double shot! On the table. <laughs> Sorry, Brady, And the former you. welterweight champion would like some uh, hot espresso, as he said uh, before. I don't think that makes you a prick. I think that makes you consistent. Just, but it has to do with the show. Now, yeah. Vicente Luque versus Mike Perry, I I genuinely like both guys. And they're two diff they're both good dudes. Yep. Both very entertaining fighters. Um, both extremely different, I'm gonna say, personalities. Right. You know, Mike Perry's wild. Oh wow, they're faced with the espresso here. Yeah, like they it. are. Thank you, sir. Thank well, after you. you banged it on the table. I hope you didn't put your dick in it. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, sir. Yeah. Thank you, you mean the cup before I died is gonna put um, his dick in scalding espresso. <laughs> Even to pay you back, that'd be a that'd be a, a lose lose. I, I was about to say that's not the the best way. But um, what was I saying now? Talking yeah, about, so uh, Mike Perry is very you know he's he's outspoken. I love him on Mike because he, he's again I think he's it's very genuine. Yeah, he's very that's who he is. It's not forced. You know what I mean? Like some people seem forced. He's not forced at all. That's just he who he is, and who he is is both entertaining as a personality and as a fighter. I feel. Yes. And, uh, you know, Mike Perry, his, his last three fights, he uh, was submitted by Cowboy. He won a split decision against Paul Felder. And yeah. um, his last fight. That was fight, a split decision? It was against Paul oh. Felder, yeah, I'm pretty sure. And let me see his last fight. I had it in front of me, and now I. Uh, it was not. Cowboy Oliveira. And he fought masterful. And I, th- I, I listen. He fought. How about this? His last fight was Cowboy Oliveira, and he and he beat him in a, gre- a very fun fight. Yes, I know because I was. I don't want to be that guy, but for some reason I was sitting cage side with Dana that one. I didn't have a seat. You know how it goes, Jimmy. I've never sat cage side with Dana. Well, listen, I'm not that guy. I think Dana's finished with me. Well, I hope not. Me too. I need this. I need this program. Program. Yep. I need this uh, podcast, Jimmy. You know, Jimmy. I spilled coffee down my shirt. I got three kids. I know. You know. They probably all drink beverages better than I do. I just spilled it down my chest. I'm a slob too, Jimmy. 
But um, but Vicente, he's different. He's he's another. He's a killer in there. He's he's, he's he looks phenomenal. His fights are great. He's uh, but he's qu- he's he's more of a quiet guy, like a nice guy, polite guy. Yeah, you know. Sure, I like that. Yo. I like the clash of personalities. Me too. I mean, Masvidal, uh, Askren is an example of how sometimes the quiet guy or or the more soft spoken guy. Uh, doesn't matter how much shit you talk. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Street guy versus, uh, you know, Eddie Haskell. Yeah. But nobody knows Eddie Haskell. I That's okay. Get, I got to get a younger reference. Good fighter. Askren's a good fighter. He's going to be fighting Damian Maya. I think they want to oh, see Oh, wait, 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 wait. Is that true? I believe so, yeah. I think is that, that, is that fact or are you yeah. just stirring up some shit? No, no, you talked about. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll say it's true. What are they going to do? I would love to see Damian Maya. You might as well just label it jujitsu versus wrestling. Yeah. You know what I mean? Holy cow. Jimmy. Yes, sir. I don't want to make it weird. You said that. Feel my nipple. I could see it. Could you see it? I could see it. I don't need to feel it. I, it wasn't like that a second ago. No. I could see it in the reflection off the you... iPad. It's a very bright, protruding <laughs> nipple. I'm saying your nipple is very obvious. My, I got my nipple. That got my nipples hard. Yeah. And that means I'm excited sure, for that I hope so. Damien Maya versus Ben Askren. What would happen? You know. Go. I tell think, me. I think Maya... Um, I think Maya finishes I, a way to I, finds a way to strangle him, because again, as good as Ben Askren is, he proved he did beat Lawler, but in that first round he was being he was being hurt badly, and then I, against uh, Masvidal, and I I don't think he has faced anybody as good on the floor as Damian Maya, or no. even as strong on the floor as Damian. Oh Maya. my God! If that happens, second I'm round right Maya. Now. Yeah, I can't wait. And, oh, any good predictions? I would take second round Damian Maya. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, on top of Colby, possibly, possibly first round. You know, I don't know. He's still dry. Hey, listen, I'm a ju- I am a jujitsu man. I think Askren's a better wrestler than to get submitted immediately, though. I, I think he's faced jujitsu guys. I think he's smart enough as as a wrestler. I'm a jujitsu man. <laughs> yes, you are. That's what I'm saying. I beat. Listen, I like Ben Askren. I do. Yeah, but I'm gonna. I beat fucking. Like oh, well, I beat Team Damian Maya. You understand? Yeah, I was watching. What am your, I supposed to go burn my gi because you don't agree with me? I watched your fight last night with uh, Frank Trigg. No, a GSP, the first GSP fight. <gasps> you son of a bitch! I thought you were going to say the second one. I no. thought you were going to just fucking roast me. No. Oh, the first one. Do yeah. tell. Why'd you watch that? It was on an ad for something. Like it was the ad, and uh, you, you were so good, man. It was the ad. I respect. There was one moment where you looked like you had him stunned, and I was like, "He's this." And it always amazed me that you pull back a little bit and you were patient. Oh. And you let him get back up, and then you got him again, but you didn't rush right in crazy. Like, you really fought smart, even though it was a fast fight. You, yeah. you fought really smart that fight. Well, I mean, fight IQ is important. That's what you're starting to see with Mike Perry. Now. Yeah. He's fighting more mature. That's what I meant with his last fight with Oliveira. Um, my fight with GSP, prior to that, I fought a guy named Carol Parisian, and without getting too into it, it I, I tried to get him out of there fast. And when he got, because I hurt him bad, Jimmy. I dropped him hard. Sure. Tried to get him out of there fast. Shot my load, Jimmy. Got tired, you know. So I learned my lesson. Fight IQ, sure. You know, Hard, the hardest lessons are learned in there. You know, and uh, the, on the worst nights. You know what I mean? Let me ask you a question. We talked about this briefly. It's been confirmed: Covington against Kamaru Usman. Again, that's the way it should be. Uh, Covington has earned that, and he said uh, he wanted to put him in against a guy like Lawler on ESPN. I think to get everybody up to speed on how good Colby really is, in case they forgot. And he said, "You can say whatever you want." You don't like him. He put on a clinic against Lawler, who is a beast. And uh, he was right. He was incredible. He's going to offer Masvidal another fight. 
Look, Jorge Masvidal is great. Covington deserves this fight against Usman. And uh, I think that I, I think I would rather see the two of them on the ground as well. Uh, you know, are they going to stand for a little while? Are they going to wrestle? I mean, this is what you want to see. I give Kamaru the advantage on the ground. I think he's stronger. But, um, uh, you know, Colby and Colby, fa- in fa- he uh, opened up because uh, Jones had tweeted. John Jones tweeted, Robbie just let the whole world down. And Robbie huh. came back and said, Jones knows firsthand about letting the whole world down. He's the biggest piece of shit in all of sports. Wait, wait, wait slow down, slow down. Can you go back? Who said that? John Jones said he's let the whole world down. But who says down. the biggest piece of shit? Go back. I, I, Colby said that about John Jones. Oh, right. John knows about letting the whole world down. He's the biggest piece of shit. And Wood, Woodley is rumored to have asked Dana for the fight, the Covington fight after Lawler. But I get uh, Covington said Woodley avoided him in previous attempts, and now he's irrelevant and an afterthought. And you know what? I, I think I understand why Covington does not want to fight Woodley, and of course he shouldn't. He should be going for the title. And Woodley said that he owes an apology for what he said about Matt Hughes. Um, it was tasteless what he said about Matt Hughes, but, you know, Matt, Matt's, I mean, he lived. It was a shitty thing to say. He probably yeah. just, he sounded like he had had that rehearsed. Uh, well, listen, he's, of course he, listen, <laughs> this, is what I, this is what I'll say about, about Colby, because people, are sh- uh, some of his fans are sending me pictures of Robbie Lola's face. They go, ah, he had nothing but a, uh, 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 not a scratch. Look at his face. And he's got a fucking Band-Aid on his eye. Or something. Dude, the guy he got hit 500 times. He has a yeah. little Band-Aid. So, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I didn't think it was... Uh, when I fought Matt Hughes, I had like road rash on my face. But it was fucking nothing. But whatever. Uh, the point being, I think that Colby is... is he, dude, he is a good fighter. Very, very good very fighter. fighter. Smart I fighter. Mean, he's fast. He doesn't get he's tired. He's smart. He plays the heel to... To, the, to, to sell tickets. Yeah, just, I'm pretty sure he does it to sell tickets. And I, to frustrate the other fighter. And he, he doesn't mind being an extreme. But, but you know what, though? The guy does go too far with a lot of shit, though. I mean, you know, he mentions families and this and mentions this and that. I mean, nah, he, listen. Nah, he's a piece of shit, that guy. Okay, you know, yeah, that's fair. You don't like him. But he is. We have I mean, Luke is here. He's a great fighter, but. Oh, we have Luke out of the phone. Okay, good. Yeah. Can you put him up on the monitor? All right, this is fun oh. to find out this is shit. Is he fucked up here or there? So what do we got going there on? Are, there are. Uh, Uruguay? Oh, Ergway. All right, we have him. Can he hear us? No. Yeah, but I hear you guys. Oh, hey. Oh, okay. Oh, I got excited for a second, Vicente. They turned the thing around, and I see me and Matt. I was yeah. so happy. I thought we were going to have you. Uh, but they said the internet's a little bit messed up. How you doing, man? Does he see us? No. Does he? No, I don't guys, no. Okay, you're missing really, nothing. We both look really awful. All right, well, let's just do it through the, uh, the old headset. Hey, Vicente, how are you, buddy? Long time no talk. I'm doing great, man. You know, uh, training hard, cutting weight now, but everything is going good, so I'm ready to go. And does cutting weight, have you ever considered, and I'm I'm always fascinated with the fact that fighters cut to get down. You probably walk around, I mean, if you're fighting at 170, you probably walk around at 185 or 190, right? Yeah, I'll walk around a little bit more sometimes, like 195, 198, but... You know, when I'm in camp, I'll be around 190. Have you ever thought of staying at 180 to not have the weight cut when you have to cut uh, 20 or 25 pounds? The thing is, like, it's really hard for me to keep myself that light, and I'm not heavy enough to fight 185. So the weight cut, but nowadays, you know, I have a good diet. I have a good program to cut weight, so it's not that much of a deal so much, but... In the past, you know, I used to struggle with this. So it's something that we got to deal with. Maybe if the weigh-ins were in the same day, it would be better. But I don't know. I'm just just used to it now. 
Because it just seems like the worst part of camp for everybody is cutting weight. And every time somebody moves up, every one of them is happy. And again, if you're walking around 195, I understand why you think you'd be you know, too light to fight guys who, who are fighting 195. I'm just amazed that guys are willing to cut weight at this point. Yeah, I mean, it's it's we're used to it. And it's the hardest part for sure because training is hard, but we love it. And fighting is the thing that I most love doing. And cutting weight, it's only bad. There's nothing good about it, but it, it's part. You know, I have to do it to get to get the good part that is fighting. And you, oh, sorry, get back. No, I was just gonna say, Mike Perry. The, I, I was, I was just talking to Jimmy about how intriguing this match is. I mean, you guys are both uh, aggressive. You guys have a, a great skill set. But I love the uh, the clash of styles too with personalities. Like you have your nickname. I mean, he's very outspoken, and he's and he's a wild man, but he's likable. And your nickname is the Silent Assassin. Is that correct? Yeah, that is. That's my nickname. It's the exact opposite of the guy you're fighting, yeah. which is hysterical. How, who gave you that nickname? So that nickname was given by Glenn Glenn Robinson. He unfortunately passed away already. Oh yeah, he was the guy that that made the Black Zillions. Used to be my manager in the past, and in the Ultimate Fighter. Uh, I was always, you know, a quiet guy. But whenever I stepped in the cage, I did the work. I went out there and finished my opponents. So he looked at me and said, hey, you're like the silent assassin. You don't talk much. And, you know, but when you get in there, you just kill these guys. And since then, I have this nickname. Now, do guys bother you when they talk? Because some guys get bothered by it. But Mike Perry seems like he's... We were talking about the difference between him and a guy like Colby Covington, where it seems like Mike... That's who he is, and he does seem to have a certain respect for the guy he's fighting. You know, he'll say that the guy is, you know, he'll, he'll talk shit, but he does seem to know that he's fighting somebody good, and he has a certain amount of respect, whereas Colby seems to have no respect for the guy he's fighting. Do you see a difference between one and the other, one, one approach and the other, and does either bother you? I definitely see a big difference, and I think Mike is the, you know, he shows that he's a real guy. That's who he really is. He's a guy wherever you know in social media and wherever he is he's just a funny guy he talks what is on his mind and at the same time with me he has been super respectful i'm a respectful guy so he is the same way back to me and kobe i think you know kobe is a guy i don't think that's who he is i don't <laughs> i think much of yeah sorry it does not but and that's when i think it, it becomes tricky because yeah, you can get, you know, uh, a lot of attention by that. But at the end of the day, are you being who you are and what's going to happen when all of that is done? And, you know, what kind of legacy is he going to leave behind? But anyway, that's each, each one's choice. Uh, they choose what they choose. I choose to be, you know, a quiet guy, just work hard and show people that at the same time, even if I don't talk that much, I can do the work inside the cage and get to the top by, you know, showing what I have of skills inside the cage. Uh, yeah, I mean, you, you, I think you certainly don't need to prove that you are, uh, you, you're very uh, good in the cage. No, Vicente, are you a big, uh, you watch a lot of tape on your, on your, on your fighters, on the guys you're fighting? You watch a lot of yeah. fight footage? Yeah, I like to do that. I watch by myself and also with my coaches. Yeah. So I have like two different visions. I have the side, you know, that my coaches, technical point of views, what they think. And myself, I like to analyze also the kind of mentality my opponent has. So, Whenever I see him on a fight, kind of get frustrated or whenever he gains confidence and starts, you know, grinding at their uh, opponent. So I like to kind of observe this 
so that whenever I'm in a fight and that happens, I can, you know, be ready to read his facial, you know, the way that he's doing his face and, and yeah. things that I can see and recognize what kind of is going through his mind. I'll tell you, I, I we were just talking about this earlier with uh, Mike Perry's last fight versus Cowboy Oliveira. He he definitely, in the past, if you study his, his other fights, he's always been a savage, like a tough guy, technique, but... a. You know, not not quite a barbarian, but you know, you know he's coming forward. You know, uh, barbarian's he, a good word. Not bad, right? Yeah, yeah, not that's bad. A, yeah gorilla. Like a yeah, that's a fine word for Mike Perry. He'd accept those things. <laughs> I don't think he'd be offended. No, but his last fight, you seen a, a more mature fighter. Now, would you agree with that? Definitely, I definitely agree. I think I'll be facing the best version of Perry because once he got into the UFC, you know, he had many knockouts. And he was facing people that maybe weren't that high level at that moment. And that's why he got so many knockouts. But he was kind of too overly aggressive. Yeah. And now that he's, you know, more veteran guys, and now he's getting wins over guys, you know, that have big name. And he's showing that he's becoming a smarter fighter. Still aggressive, still a brawler, but he knows when to use it. So uh, I'm definitely ready to face the best uh, Mike Perry out there. And I... I see a great fight because I'm aggressive as well, so I think it's going to be a good one. And it was seven years ago that you beat Thiago Santos. You handed him his first loss. What weight did you guys fight at? Were you at 170 or 185? We fought at 170, yeah. He used to cut wow. down to 170. Crazy. I don't know how he made it. When I see him nowadays, I don't know how he used to make that. But he was a big guy already back then. You know, tall. He was as tall as he is now, and... He he was able to cut weight very well, but he kept his muscle, you know. He wasn't like a, a skinny guy. What did you think about his Jones fight? I mean, it's one of the most... He, if anybody deserves a, uh, a, a rematch uh, in any weight division, it's him. I mean, I mean, losing that uh, that decision to John Jones after blowing out his knee in the first round and fighting five rounds was uh, amazing. It was a split decision, right? Yeah, it was a split decision. Yeah, I, I think it was an amazing fight. He did exactly what I think people have to do when they face somebody like John Jones. He didn't care it was John Jones. You know, he just went out there and did what he, he was going to do, even though he was, you know, with both knees blown out and he kept pushing forward. He kept, you know, not respecting all the legacy and all what John Jones has. And it's what you got to do. I mean, when you step inside that cage, you cannot, you know, uh, overly respect your opponent. You got to respect his skill, but you got to go and put the pressure on him. And I think that's what Santos did. And I, I'm very interested to see what he would do, you know, healthy, you know, if he had not blown out yeah. his knees. Yeah. He was hurting his legs early. I mean, and, and he buckled Jones at one point. That's a good point you have, too. You can't be overly respectful of the fact that you're awestruck. Uh, have, have you ever had that where you fought somebody and you're like, wow, like, like you know, guys who Frank, fight Frankie Edgar will sometimes say that, you know, or, or a guy that, who's been around for a long time, but like, this is the guy that got me into it. Have you had anybody like that who had that kind of an influence on you uh, where you caught yourself being a little too awestruck just being in the cage with them? Yeah, I think when I fought Leon Edwards, that was a fight where I chose to do what he was wanted to do. So it was a fight. It, my game plan was to strike with him. But he's a really good striker as well. And once we started in the first round, I was able to get him down to the floor. And I kind of like, uh, I had a good round. I won that round. And I got into my mind like, oh, that's what I got to do. Because, you know, he has good striking. And, and maybe I could beat him on the floor. So I kind of respected his striking. 
even though he didn't hurt me or anything in that fight, but I just thought I should go to the floor. And my game plan was not that, was to strike with him. So I, that kind of like killed my, my cardio because my cardio was ready for striking and not so much to try to take him down so many times. And I was trying, he defends well. And I think that was a fight that taught me a lot about that. You know, just trust what we do and what we have planned. And because, I mean, every opponent is tough. Every opponent is going to get in there and the fight is going to be tough. And that's what we got to have to, you know, get used to. Just know that it's going to be hard, but you're going to pull through if you follow your strategy and do what you trained. It's funny, Vicente, when you're saying how... uh when you were doing that different strategy with the takedowns, how you were getting tired, people do not understand for a fight camp, if you don't work in um, not just wrestling, but it, I'm going to say wrestling, but, it, but the sparring, the feet to the floor, uh, it's such a different endurance than just, say, the striking. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think the mix-up, and that's what MMA is. You know, when you mix yeah. everything up, it's a whole different game. And after that fight, I mean, I focused so much on improving my wrestling to be able to mix up. Nowadays, yeah. I feel comfortable fighting on the ground and on the stand-up because my wrestling is so much, you know, stronger. So definitely the wrestling is a big part of MMA, and I think it has been changing MMA lately. I mean, most of the champions are wrestlers. And they just know how to, you know, grind and and go through all this adversity and every single position they are able. If you're standing up or you're on the floor, they have the cardio for that. So wrestling is a big point, and I've been working a lot on that. So you you were born in New Jersey. At what age did you move to Brazil? Or was that just to train? No, I moved to Brazil when I was six years old. Uh, my mom is Brazilian. My dad is is Chilean. But he still lives in Jersey. So when they broke up, they got divorced when I was four years old. My mom still lived there for two years. And then she decided to move back to Brazil. And I came back with her. And that's where in Brazil is where I got to the contact with MMA and everything and started fighting. But I always visited Jersey and I always go there to see my dad. Okay. And so I had all this connection with Jersey as well. So always back and forth. What part of Brazil? I haven't been in so many years. I, I went with some friends of mine back in like 2003 and early 2004. Are, are you, we went to Rio three times. Is that where you are? No, I'm in Brasilia. It's the capital, and it's right in the center of Brazil. Uh, not many people know about it or go over there, but it's you know a great city. I, I grew up there, so you know I, I'm kind of biased when I say it's a great uh, city, but I love it. And I, I, you know, that's why I still have my base over there. That's where I spend most part of my of my life. You know, I I've grew up there. I, I have a lot of friends. My wife's from there, so I just love it. Did you fight a lot growing up? Like, what, I don't know what kind of a neighborhood. Brazil has some really nice areas and some really rough areas. Was that was that one of the rougher areas you grew up, or was it uh, suburban and kind of quiet? Brazil is definitely in Brazil. It's it's a really safe place, but. I think all over Brazil growing up, you know, kids get into trouble and that, that that's just the culture over there. P kids like to fight. And yeah, I got into some fights in school and eventually that's what got me to training. And once I started training, I got right out of, of that, you know, wanting to fight in school to wanting to compete and wanting to, you know, prove myself inside rings and octagons. And I think the fighting kind of gave me, you know, a lot of discipline. So I definitely... 
would advise fighting for for any kind of kid growing up. I think martial arts teach you a lot. And where is Uruguay? I know you're there now. Um, whereabouts is that in the world? It's right south of south to Brazil. So I flew three hours and a half over here. So it's really close. Do you know, this is how little I know geography. If you had said it's right outside of, of, of uh, Chechnya, I would have believed you. I have no idea where anything in the world is. I'm the, I'm the ugly American who only concentrates on my own country. <laughs> Vicente, how old were you when you first started training? And did you start with jiu-jitsu? No, so uh, martial arts, I started with karate when I was four years old. My mom oh. is a black belt, so... You know, I've always been into into the maths training, and I trained that until I was between 10 and 11 years old. I stopped. I did many other sports, soccer, and, and a lot of other stuff. And when I was 15, I got back into Muay Thai. So I got oh. back into training. I started training Muay Thai. I started competing at 15. 16, I got into jiu-jitsu and started professionally at MMA at 17 years old. What belt are you in jiu-jitsu now? Now I'm a brown belt. And yes. so my professor jiu-jitsu, he tells me, because I haven't put the actual gi, like for training, in about four years. I'll yeah. put it like once or twice a year. I'll put the gi, but I, mostly I train no gi. Yeah. And he told me going to get the black belt when I have at least a full year training with the team. <laughs> Listen, I want to, who's your instructor, the, the jiu-jitsu instructor? He is Adilson Saldanha. He's from Brasilia, but he got his black belt with Carson Gracie, and yeah. now he's from Scrouch in Rio de Janeiro, but now he lives in Brasilia. Hey, man, I love that. I don't even know him, and I love him, and I agree with him, but I'm an old-school jiu-jitsu man, so I don't fucking, I like that. I like that, Vicente. I like his uh, his standards with that. Yeah, and, and I respect, I know that yeah. that's the way, you know. I don't want to have a belt just to say I have a belt. I want to earn it. And when, once I earn it, you know, uh, I'm going to know that I put in the work for that. Phenomenal. See, that's where we differ. I've never taken martial arts, but I want to take it at a mini mall somewhere and have a black belt in six months. That's how I want to do you it. You don't want that, Jim. I do, just to tell girls. <laughs> All right, Vicente. All right, good talking to you, man. Listen, good luck. Uh, co-main event against Mike Perry. Um, and that is uh, this Saturday on uh, Fight Night 156 in Uruguay. All right, good luck. You know you have a tough fight ahead of you. and uh, But then again, Mike Perry knows that too. Yeah, he's got a tough fight too. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, Vicente, all our best, man. Hey, thank you guys. Appreciate it. And keep an eye on Saturday night. It's going to be a good one. Can't all right, wait. be good, buddy. Take Can't care. Wait. Hey man, it's gonna be a good fight. Let's you be honest. I, mean? I yes. love I love the Skype. I want to do Skype video. I like the cameras there. The videos they release of me and Matt. You don't like them? No, you look good because you have like a man's profile. I literally look like someone Jimmy. removed a testicle and put a shirt under no, it. Oh, Jimmy. I like that angle. I don't like the fucking side angle, my fat head. Oh, oh you wait, look do we good. have a different angle? Did they no, change No, I was looking things? at myself on Skype. It was coming forward. I like that. Oh. I'm going to jockey for that. I could do that because look. No, I mean, come on, I the, look buff. Yeah, uh, you do, you, Jimmy. I went Holy to the fucking. Holy Toledo, you I look went, good. I thank you, Jimmy. What is this? What are we in the fucking Batman '60s series with the fucking Holy Toledo? Yeah, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I'm um, wrong, Jimmy. Yeah, excuse me. First oh. of all, first of all, excuse me. Holy burps! <coughs> now I'm coughing. More Batman. Uh, Jimmy, yes, now sir. I forgot what I was going to say. You were going to talk about Alir Latifi. Were you going to talk about Vulcan Uzdemir on Skype? Vulcan, Our next guest, Vulcan. 
Volkan Uzdemir is fighting... Uh, Latifi. Yes, and Latifi, tough as F, and uh, Volkan's fight coming off of three losses, Jimmy. Three losses. Start with Cormier, and that second-round submission, uh, and then he lost to uh, Anthony Smith, a third-round submission, and a very controversial split yeah. decision to Dominic yeah. Reyes. I thought that uh, Uzdemir won that fight. You did? Yes. I, I remember I, you saying that. I did think that he won that fight. I thought it was a very unfair decision. I mean, again, it was a good fight, and Reyes fought well, but I was shocked. Like, Listen, he's shocked. got three losses, dude. He's got no time. He's got no time. That's his nickname. Oh. Don't press that, Jimmy. Oh, you liked it! I wasn't. Oh, I pressed it. I don't I give know. a fuck. Nobody sees what we're doing. I didn't hear. Yes, they do. Oh, we have cameras. <laughs> they do. The yes. other thing. I forget we have cameras. Well, you were nope. saying it took. Jimmy. Yeah. It took it. Jimmy. All I know is Dude, he's down the... three law. He's got he's down three fights. Right. Vulcan has no time. <laughs> okay. Let's get on with the news now. <laughs> I think we should talk about news. Let's talk about news. Yep. Do we got news? Well, we talked a little bit about oh, it. Oh, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I was no, no, it's okay. oh, no, I wanted to tell you. Yes. We get the news in a second. More importantly, I went to my fucking orthopedist yesterday. <laughs> now I sound like an old guy. Okay. I went to my orthopedist. You see this thing behind my leg? See, Jimmy? Mm -hmm. Wow, yeah, that's a huge cyst. Yeah. Can't do nothing with it. Yeah. They can't remove it. I have to, uh, I got severe, I'm, not, I'm just going to bitch. Everybody, just bear you're with glad. me. You're not bitching. I'm not bitching. I just want to everybody what happens. I got bad arthritis in my knees, Jimmy. I know that sounds old. I'm, I'm, I'm 45. I know. I got, wear, I got wear and tear. They say sure. wear and tear genetics and whatever the fuck else. Yeah. But, uh, so Jimmy, I, I got to get a, a knee, my left knee scoped. <laughs> All right, I'll tell you the rest off air. But I'm, I'm limping around. And I want to get rid of my cyst. They cannot drain it anymore because when they drain it and put a little cortisone so it don't come back, guess what? It comes back anyway. It does every time. And can't do too many the cortisone, cortisone is going to start deteriorating my knee. It does. Jimmy. I had cortisone for my elbow once, and they said you just don't want to do it more than three times. What the fuck, man? Well, yeah. What should I do? Should I cash in my being friends with Dana Card and have him send me to Germany and get uh, something with my knee done? Yeah. All right. Well, I can't pull that. There's no card for that. <laughs> How much is it? He can I get you know. an appointment. Rogan well, could I got to say, what's I'm going to. There's another I'm guy a, that does stem cells. I'm a valuable employee. Where's the other guy who does stem cells? Uh, I get, I got stem cells. Why don't you in, call Joe and ask him about the spin blood spitting? That's the thing. I got the blood. I, not that I didn't do that. I got the uh, stem cells and I got the gel put in, but then I got the cysts. So I don't even know if that shit's working. Let me sound like I have influence. Get Rogan on the horn. Rogan, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I, I, I don't have the same. They can't manipulate the stem cells. So I was talking to my guy yesterday, yep. and he goes, "No, we can't do like they do over." Wherever in Panama or wherever, because they Panama. they're they, what did I say? No, no, you're right. That, okay. I, mean, I was saying you they said can, the thing. They can't. Uh, they can manipulate the cells. I go, what are you to? We can't do why? Because religious go, reasons here. Nah, I go, you're afraid oh. they're gonna clone me? So annoying. I go, you're gonna clone me? You can have more than one me? Can't. That's a gift. What kind of asshole says you can't manipulate the stem cells because you're cloning is against what law? Yeah. Wait, Wait, stop it! No, so just clone people. Yes, why clone not? them and make them have bigger tits. Jimmy, I'm an ass man. <laughs> Jimmy. Rodney Dangerfield had that funny joke. They say I'm an ass man, you know, because they're like, it? you're an ass man. <laughs> Very funny. It was, did he do it? Is that the delivery he did? Much better. You're an ass man? Yeah. Well, I'm an ass man, but I'm not an ass man. All right, let's go. Cormier. Yes. He's conflicted over a rematch with John Jones. Well, why is he? Why, why, he said, why, why is my buddy conflicted? Well, I'm not said, that close with him. I love him. I like him. He's a great guy. Be, He's been know, texting me, actually. I feel very comfortable. I'm lying. 
I text you. Yes, you do. It'd be nice to get a text back. I know now. Oh, oh excuse me. What about I did give you a text? You didn't text me. Fuck. I probably didn't see it. You probably didn't see it. But you know what it was about? What? When it's on my Instagram, Matt Sarah BJJ. Sure. Myself and you. I'm telling. Let me tell the audience. We were leaving. Yeah, we were leaving on Monday. Do you remember what oh, happened? Did I not get elevator? back to you with that video? Oh, you asked for a caption. I did it and myself. I went to think of something. I couldn't think of anything. Yeah. Oh, let me think of something. I just no, forgot. it's too late. I put it, it out. It was very there. funny. So we were in the elevator. I a, yeah. We, yes. And I you, dropped a gasser. And, and, and in fairness to the other lady, to the lady that got in, it was just me and you in there when you did it. You did. And then it's a very slow elevator, as we know. It was a doozy. So, so we, it was bad, Jimmy. So then the sixth floor, Thank I you. went to go run out. I thought it was. The, I thought it was the. It wasn't the ground. It wasn't. We didn't hit the ground yet. A, a, a lady gets on. Did she? And she knew what was going on. So I, I got my camera and I filmed. Yeah, over your shoulder. A little lady, Jimmy, a little it, lovely lady it got looks on. So, Jimmy, it looks so funny. My guess is so Did you see the so video? Because yes. your face looks like a bad kid. I was so dude, happy I did it that. It was so. Was, and the whole elevator was, stunk. Dude, it was so... And it's a very small elevator. She knew, and I kept blaming you. I was like, Matt, oh, come Jimmy, on, Matt. I told them when we got off, I, I apologize for your stomach trouble. That wasn't me. It was so juvenile and, and fantastic. It made my day. I think we have Vulcan News here too. We still don't have video? Ah, <laughs> uh, uh, the Skype music. The Hold best on, song. I'm hearing something in my head. I want to talk about Cormier, <laughs> who wants to fight Jones <laughs> at light heavyweight again. Oh, what do we got? Um, it looks like we have uh, Volkan Uzdemir. Do we Vulcan. have Volkan on the phone? Yep. How you doing? I'm good, thank you. What about you? Uh, very good. Yeah, we're trying to make this work. I know you guys are having a little internet issue down there, or we'd love to be able to just uh, Skype with you. And uh, how long have you been down in Uruguay? Uh, I just arrived yesterday, actually. Now, you were originally scheduled, I believe, for Newark, but they moved it because you were having some kind of a, an, an issue getting in. Is that going to be resolved? Do you know? So, actually, right now, uh, my visa got denied, so the process is finished. I was actually waiting for, for it to, to be done and, you know, hopefully having a, like, a positive answer. But now it's a, it's a negative one. So, I'm going to have to wait maybe... Uh, I'm going to be able to reapply in a year or two, but for now I'm going to have to focus on the fighting outside of the U.S. for now. Wow. They make you wait that long to reapply even for a work visa, even though the, everything has been dismissed and taken care of. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a bit more complicated now with the new administration, so a lot of people having having um, issues with that, you know, like, uh, but, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's part of the game now and uh, got to work with it, yeah. now, work around it. Now, Vulcan, your last, you're coming off three losses, but in fairness, your last fight with uh, the undefeated Dominic Reyes, uh, you know, that was a split decision. And, and, you know, I remember Jimmy coming in saying clearly he thought you won. Yes. So it's a weird situation. I don't want to know where your head's at because you will come in, into that fight. You had two losses and then you and, you know, a lot of people's mind beat this undefeated kid, which would get you right back in the mix. But instead, you have another L because of the way it went. How do we what, how how do we feel right now with that? The thing is, like, I went into that fight coming off two losses, obviously against really top guys, you know, like uh, contenders for the belt and one of the you know the number one pound for pound fighter. Yes. And then um, I tried, I guess, to be a little bit more too caution, you know. I, I was being cautious when I was fighting. I knew the first one I was dominating him. I broke his nose, and I was like. Thinking, yeah, you know, I, I got him, you know, it's, he's, he's going to go down a little bit, you know, the more the fight goes on, the more I'm going to have him. And uh, I had him, you know, uh, I, I was just better than him. The first one was mine, the second one was mine. And in my head, I was like feeling 
okay, you know, like uh, I knew I was going, I was winning the the fight on points, you know, in my in my in my head. So at least I had like, I was like two zero, you know, for the rounds, and I was coming into the third round, and I was like thinking about just also playing playing it it safe, you know, like guaranteeing my victory. And I think that was exactly the the the, the problem right now. I should have pushed more. I should have, you know. Uh, seize my chances and uh, I think that's also why uh, the fight uh, slipped away from me because um, some judges did, didn't see the fight going the, the, the same way I, I saw it. I was in it, I felt Dominic Reyes like uh, losing, you know, um, momentum, losing uh, his mental in there and getting weak, you know, the, as, as the fight was going on. But, you know, it wasn't enough and, um, you know, this is like a... Uh, a learning tool, you know, something that I learn right now, and um, you know, I'm not gonna leave it in the hand of the judges anymore. What were you? And and I and I fighting is also a mental game as well. And, and having come, had three losses after being 15 and one, is there anything in your head that has kind of crept in? Was was there any doubt that was creeping in, or anything where you were beginning to question yourself where you, where you shouldn't have before a fight? No, I, I don't. Take it that way. I don't think um, I took that much. I was in that much bad position, you know, in my last two fights. The last, the my last fight, you know, I'm somebody that bruised easily. My last fight, I, my, my head was totally clear, you know, I had no, no, no bruise, no nothing, you know. I didn't take any damages. So in my mind, I was still strong, you know, still, uh, still. Um, I'm, I wasn't happy about my performance, but I was, you know, still feeling good about it, you know. Uh, of course, the paper shows them that I lost the fight, but you know, in my mind, I was, I was, I was there. I was the winner. So in my mind right now, it's it's not it's not too bad. You know, I, I'm entering the the fight with Ilir um, confident, and uh, I can't wait to be back on the win column. And you had said that you think a fast knockout is going to be the key to this. Why why do you think that? Because uh, I know Ilir is uh, also an explosive guy, and uh, if he's playing this game, the fight is going to be mine for sure. Uh, this is a game where I'm really good at, and if he try to go there and try to explode his uh, his number one strength, because let's not forget, he gets tired really fast, you know. Second round, he's is gassing out already. He's he's so big, he's short and stocky, and has so much muscle. He has to he has to he has to win in the first round for me. Okay, so you think he might be going for a quick knockout, so he doesn't have to go deep into the second and third round with you. I think he's going to try to um, hold me against the cage, you know, like, you know, drag me on the floor and stuff like that, being boring and stuff like that. He wants he wants to take away the power from me. So in the fight might, you know, his game plan might be to go in the second round and stuff like that. But only if he, you know, has my back or, you know, like uh, grind me out or stuff like that. But this is something that I don't think is going to happen at all in you're the all, fight. He's good, but he doesn't have the wrench for it. And you're also the highest-ranked fighter he's fought. So I, I think that you, you know the list of guys that you have fought and beaten, and even a couple of the guys who have beaten you, but especially Cormier, but when you look at uh, the, the list of guys you've beaten, you, you've definitely fought, I think, overall uh, a better group or a tougher group of fighters, uh, or higher-ranked group at least. Yeah, I think um, the problem with Ilir is that he lost a few key fights, you know, a few key matchups. Uh, all every time he was finding top guys, that's when he actually lost the fight, and that's why he's not uh, up there in the in the ranking, because he's been he's been in top ten for a long a very long time, but uh, he hasn't really exploded, you know, and that's because he lost a few key matchups, and I think that's also why it was a problem a little bit with his mental whenever he fights, um, and I think that's a, a little bit um, that's something I'm going to explode for sure. 
I'll tell you, I love where your head's at, Vulcan. You don't sound like a guy coming off three losses. You sound extremely confident, and you're not even what, what you're saying about your opponents is very matter of factly. Fact? Did I say that right? <laughs> not he's very matter of fact. Matter of fact, yes. Like in other words, you're not saying, "Oh, he's a." You, you, you give him respect, but you're saying that he does get tired as the fight gets on. That's and uh, that's why you're thinking this is going to be one round. You got no time, in other words. Yeah, you know the the. the I think he's a good matchup. Either is the first guy that I fought since I came to the UFC that is uh, coming off a losses. I fought like everybody that was on the winning streaks, feeling really good. And uh, I mean, dangerous matchup, dangerous matchup. Even uh, Anthony Smith was below me because he just moved up the ranks, but he, he just beat two former champions before me. Yeah. So, you know, it, yeah. it's the first, it's, the, it's like a... I'm finally having a break, you know, like uh, I'm not seeing an easy opponent, but easier on the paper uh, because he's not, he doesn't have all the hype that's all my previous opponent had. So it's, it's, a, it's a little bit of a break for me. When you fought Cormier, I mean, he's so solid on the ground. Um, was he what you expected when you fought? Was he, was Cormier stronger than you thought? Was he faster? Or how did you see him when you were actually in the cage with him as opposed to what you'd expected? I think it was smarter than I than I thought because even <clears throat> even when he got my leg and stuff like that, I think he really took his time. Actually, he he, he didn't rush anything, and he uh, took me whenever it was the time to take me. And I think he built up the fight uh, really well. It's it's a uh, I mean you know he's in a UFC analyst, so he has a high fight IQ and stuff like that. So obviously you know um, he was really smart into this fight. Uh, not playing my game, you know, doing his stuff. And um, I think I was uh, maybe coming into the fight a little bit too one-dimensional. And I, I did a lot of improvements since then. Because um, uh, once uh, I was on the ground, you know, he, he, he got the better of me, like, really fast. So, so um, you know, a lot of things I, I have changed since that, that moment. And uh, I, I can't wait to, to show off. You guys trained together. Um, how long did you train together and where? So I trained with Ilir uh, when the very first time I was in the U.S. in 2011. Uh, Black Zillion was like a, a new gym at the moment, at that time. And uh, everything was just happening for, 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 for the team. It was, it was brand new. And uh, I came here um, for training for like uh, six weeks or five weeks. And Ilir was already um, living there for, 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 for a while and that's how I met him and we became you know a good friend over there he, he took a good care of me he did so you liked him yeah I really like him he was back in the day over there he was like more like Brazilian people sticking together like Amer US guys sticking together and we were like a few of the European guy you know like it was like kind of a group stuff like some communities inside the gym and uh, you know we, we just hang around uh, our, kind of our group of people more when we were outside of the gym now, have you been to Uruguay before? Or is this your first time? This is my first time, yes, in uh, in here. I've been to Brazil, like not 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 too far away, a few times, but to Uruguay definitely it is. Do you go out when you're in a place like that? Do you, do you do you see the city at all, or do you just sit in the hotel, or or are you great at sightseeing? I actually love sightseeing, but uh, I don't do that too much whenever I'm in fight weeks. I ask to stay a few more days, but the tickets were like crazy expensive. <laughs> so I was just kind of gave it up, you know, it was like uh, $3,000 US dollars, like just to stay two extra days. Wow. 
uh, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I can do a full a full holidays like uh, somewhere else uh, with that kind of money. But uh, definitely, I'm, uh, it's it's places like that uh, that I love. You know, I, I wanted to go to Buenos Aires uh, in Argentina like um, a few times already. It's like right across the. It's not too far away from here, Montevideo. So maybe it's gonna happen soon. Well, good luck. I mean, this is a great fight yourself against Lativi. I do think you'll find a way to get it done. Uh, you know, no disrespect to Alir Latifi, but I, 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 you know, coming off three losses, I see you absolutely. He's facing a very dangerous guy in, in you. So good luck. on, And I hope you work out your visa issue. We'd love to have you, you come back and fight here. I'm sure you'll get that all straightened out. Yeah. yeah thank you so much. Thanks, Volkan. Good all talking to you, man. Thanks for having me. All right. Good luck. Bye-bye. I'll tell you, man, he doesn't, he doesn't. Sound like a guy that's coming off three losses. No, he doesn't. You know, he doesn't sound like his job's at yeah, stake. He no. sounds like he's comfortable. He's like, he really, he's like, oh, I'm not saying I got an easy fight. He's not, you know, but he's that guy. He feels like he's taking care of business, no problem. I'll that tell way. you, the look, fucking look, government, they, visas, they do not fuck around. They Lati- don't care who you are. Latifi's a fucking bull, though, man. He yes, is he a is. Bull. He's a little bull, man. But he says about his cardio. He thinks that it's because he's a short, stocky guy with a lot of thick muscle that he may have the advantage with with cardio. Um, we'll see. I mean, it's an interesting fight. Um, I, I do have Uzdemir picked in that fight. Fighting the urge to sing. You, you were gonna sing. You were gonna sing. Eh, eh, wait. Eh, eh. Dude, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Ooh, 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 ooh. No. Hold on. No. Eh, eh. I'm, I'm gonna do this post Malone. Ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> All right, are we on air? <laughs> All right, yes. let's go back. Let's do our picks. Okay. Ready? God, I love that song. I know. Sunflower. You've made it me never gets, like it. It never gets old. It never gets old. All right. All right, it's getting old. Let's go. Not at all. First fight. Uh, yes. Fight night 156 in Uruguay. It is uh, this coming uh, Saturday night. Oh, this is the, this the clock. It the starts. clock is back, Jimmy. I'm sorry to interrupt. I'm like an idiot child that's seen something. Go ahead. Opening fight is a featherweight fight Enrique Barzola against Bobby Moffitt. I mean, they're both coming off a loss. Oh, you're going backwards. Oh, no, yeah, we finished the main event. Oh, shit. Dude, I didn't even see this. Yeah, yeah. Did you know that, Valentin? What? I should have got the memo. Did I know that Shevchenko uh, was fighting Liz Carmouche in a rematch? Yes, I did. Me too. Liz, stop it. I like to get the I like to get the news fresh. Yeah, but this like is really right fresh. No, no, like at the no, weigh-ins, Jim. fresh. You want to get it? Hey, who's she? Oh, it's Liz Carmouche. I'm so happy about that. Yeah, me too. It's like a pleasant surprise. Well, it's rare that anything I think is in Valentina's head because Valentina again is such a murderer that this Liz stopped her, and and uh, Liz thinks that that's some kind of an advantage for her, and it may be. I, I don't know what it's like to face somebody who's stopped you. Yeah, dude. Needless to say, she kept it in check. That's like a version of Post Malone, but to talk about what we're talking about, but now. a terrible version, right? Dude, oh, yeah, God, upsetting God, really I, bad version. I'm getting chills. I just right now. S- I I want to sing. I, I want to be this generation's weird Al Yankovic. I feel like the old lady on the elevator. Like I've walked into something that stinks. <laughs> that hurts me, man. What? Just because, <laughs> dude, you don't you don't think I've got a, like a tender little heart? That's true. I forget. All right, Jimmy. I forget that you're very delicate. I love you so much. I love you Let's too. talk I'm gonna about take Bobby Moffat. Bobby Moffat. I'm going to no take joke. Bobby Moffat uh, by a second round submission. His last win was a Dar's choke against Chess Kelly. And um, again, they're both coming off a loss. He had a good fight. He had a decision to Bryce Mitchell. 
But he had a good fight with Bryce Mitchell. Yep. I like Bryce Mitchell. Yeah, that's, that's thug nasty. Well, who are you taking? What? Who are you taking? Uh, I'm taking Bobby Moffitt, man. I am. How? How, you ask? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say, um, you know what? This kid's a tough kid. Bozola, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'll say, uh, you know what? I think Moffitt's due for a uh, a finish. Yeah. All right. So what, so what do you want me to say? You want me to give you the, uh, what I want to win? Who I want? <laughs> you want my decision? You take, you take. This is what I take. This is what I pick. I pick Moffitt by second round stoppage. Okay. How? Submission. All right. Second fight, uh, Rodolfo Vieira against Oscar Piazzolla. Now, his last uh, fight was a loss to Mearshart. Uh, you know, this is Vieira's first fight at the UFC. He's 5-0. and oh, And uh, these fights can go either way. A guy comes in, they have too much uh, nerves, and they gas after the first round. Um, or they're amazing in the first fight. It motivates them, and they just fight beautifully. You, just, you don't know. Guy's first fight... I like the story of somebody winning their first fight. You like a good story. I do. So, I'm going to take Vieira by decision. Yeah? Yes. All right. All right. I'm going to take him by uh, submission in the second round. Okay. First round. Submission first round. Okay. Who? Vieira. Okay. You know what I mean? That's what I'm saying. I'm sticking to it. Let's go. Uzdemir Latifi. Oh, boy. Uh, coming off, both coming off a loss, but I mean, uh, uh, Volkan is coming off three losses. I'm going to take Volkan by a, a second round stoppage. I don't think a first round stoppage, even though he thinks it's going to be very fast. I just don't see him losing in four straight fights. I know you don't, Jimmy. I know you don't. But you know what I don't see? I don't see Latifi losing two straight fights. <sighs> Am I drawing swords? Maybe. Look at me. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not your own swords. I love you. I can't stay mad at you. I'm sorry for touching <laughs> you. Okay. All right, Jimmy, I'm taking Latifi. Okay. And I, this is why I'm taking him, because I think Vulcan is so damn confident. He thinks he's this guy's beneath him. Well, he's not like that, but he does. He's, he's so also trying words. to boost himself up because he has three losses. I'm not too. holding it against him, okay? But I think he's going to be like, all right, I think Latifi's going to try to take me down, man. He's going to try to take me down. I'm going to take away that. T- I'm ready to sprawl. Boom! Latifi goes upstairs. KO Latifi, first round. Now, I, I, dude, I know it's insane, but it's an insane sport, insane sport that we watch. Yeah, anything can happen. Yep. Fuck, I was champ. <laughs> oh, fucking worse. worse. I, I give. Uh, I'll do right. I, Jimmy. <laughs> I hate right. my high five. I deserve to be champ. Uh, fourth flight. Yes, you. Uh, fourth fight. All right. Luis Eduardo Garagori against Umberto Bandene. You know, this is Garagori's first fight. He's twelve and zero. Uh, he's an Uruguay native. This is his first fight. In the UFC, he is fighting at home. Again, will that overly excite him? I don't know. Uh, Bandanay's coming off of two losses. He's 24. Garagori is 30 with less fights. I don't know much about Garagori, to be very honest with you. Oh, man, he's coming off two losses here. Well. Humberto. You know what? Humberto? I think Bandanay's going to hand Garagori his first loss at home. I think it's going to be 12-1, and and I'm going to give it to... uh, Umberto Bandanay by a decision. God, Jimmy, I'm trying to be mature about this. I'm staring at Humberto's name, and I'm taking away the H, and I'm thinking of Umberto's, and I'm fucking getting, I'm getting hungry. Yeah. I'm getting fucking hungry. You ever have Umberto's pizza? Umberto's Clam House. I used to go to, because Joe Beningo, great sports radio guy here in New York, used to always do the thing, and he'd always, at the end of it, go, Umberto's Clam House. 
And that f- made me go there, and it was actually delicious. I don't like clams. I don't either. But yeah, Alberto's... Jimmy. Fucking 51. That's my terrible joke. Bad, Jimmy. But I love Awful. you so much. Well, I'm not even touching the keyboard. Uh, let, I'm not, uh, no, you know no, what? No, 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 no. Let me... No, hey, no, how about that, clams. Jim? No, nope. That's what I mean. Jimmy. There's an Umberto's near... There's an... Thank you, Jimmy. You're welcome, there's an Umberto's. Uh, hey, fuck Umberto's. Can we get back to the fights? Yeah, we really are. The hell are we talking about, yeah, man? We're off, we're off track. All right. I'm going to take Umberto because he's got more experience in that. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Two losses. Wait, Guy's so- first fight, and he's fighting in his home country. It just may be an overwhelming I mean, amount of energy and, and pressure. Yeah, yeah. But he's fighting 14 and well, 6 Well, Askren was 19 and 0. We still but, are they, but are you trying to... Let's simmer down. Yeah, well, let's not... Let's not oh, yeah, so you're downplaying fucking game bread? Be careful. Be careful. Game bread? I thought that was uh, Macedo. You're downplaying him. How? You're saying the other guy came in undefeated, yada, oh, yada. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh, I, should, I, no, I, I don't he, downplay he, that he was, uh, I meant to get to the UFC. Put some respect on his name. No, no, I didn't mean against uh, Macedo. I meant he came in undefeated against Robbie Lawler. Listen, I'm switching it. Garagori? Garagori. Garagori? Garagori? You said uh. Why did you say uh? What, how do you pronounce his name? Garagori. You're right. Garagori. Sorry, I wasn't looking at it when I said uh, it. Yeah. Fine, and you're making me feel stupid. Garagori. 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 I pick Garagori. I can't, I can't forget a good song, but I'm picking Garagori. I changed my I changed my pick. Because you know, he's undefeated. He's not going to let this. I mean, the other guys got kind of batting like almost 500. As, as a, in a they, they, They're kind of giving this guy. They're saying, all right, look, your home country... You know what I mean? They're doing the right thing. I don't know. I'm taking him. I'm taking uh, Gagori by, uh, I'll say decision. You know, he's going to come through. He's going to come through. Huh? Yep. All right. Co-main event. Now, this is a rough one. Mm. This is rough, man. Mike Perry has lost three out of five. But his last After one. After only losing one. He lost he, to Ponzinibbio. But, decisions. No one is stopping Mike Perry, unless it's a submission um, by you know the one-time cowboy, uh, he was submitted as cowboy. Uh, he goes the decision to uh, Griffin and Ponzinibbio. He lost, and um, you know Cerrone obviously had the armbar. Huh. This this is a problem here because uh, I could I could see this. <laughs> it's so stupid. I can see this going both ways. I do though. I mean, all right. This is this is this is what I'm going to say. I'm going to go with Mike Perry, and this is why. Before, if I if they had this fight before um, uh, the Oliveira fight, if 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 they if I seen if they were matched up before yes. that, I would have went with Vicente. Sure, and I still think Vicente is. Ext- I mean, look, very man, dangerous. He's a stud. He's a stud. Um, I I think we're seeing a new Mike Perry. I think it's, it's like almost preparing for a new guy. I re- and I should actually give Dana. A little props for before I was saying how he and it is true anybody who's seen it can say it, but I was watching it live um, with Dana that fight uh, when when uh, Mike Perry fought Cowboy Oliveira and during it I remember Dana just going to him and it's and I obviously that's what I was saying the whole show but he was saying how he goes man he looked really more mature this fight like he like you know and it and it was it's exactly what I was feeling I'm like. I'm like, man, he's he's being patient when he should be patient. He's exploding when he should. He's pouncing when he should. He's showing good defense. He got out of bad positions when the guy had his back. Right. Um, that's why I think he's gonna he's gonna persevere. But 
again, Vicente Luque is fucking extremely dangerous. So if it wasn't for his last fight, I would go be going with Vicente. I think I'm going with Mike Perry. But how? That's the question. Well, I'm taking Mike Perry too, and I'll tell you how. <laughs> wait, calm down. I'll wait. Wait, because you think I'm going to copy you. No, I don't. Uh, I go sometimes more with my heart. I like Vicente so much, I don't want to see him get knocked out. So I'm going to say he's going to survive. I'm going to say it's going to be my Perry decision. Even though I hope this finishes and stuff. I'm just, sometimes my heart affects my head. I understand. I, I do this. They, they you know what I mean? Bet with your heart, not with your head. Well, I don't want to see the guy. I mean, listen, I'm, gonna, I'm a fucking big vagina. No, and he's a, a vagina? No, but, and he's also Look very, to your left. Is there a vagina with a uh, sleeveless shirt on? Well, no. <laughs> Thank you. He, uh, Paul, you're going to help trying to see. That old lady was a was a, a casualty of war. The old bag didn't the, enjoy my contribution. That old bag vomited when she got outside. He's never been stopped. Too short, too. She's probably right near your ass. Oh, I hope so. She walked into a, a set of filth, just a filth. He's been like, submitted. Back in the Peanuts cartoon with, with like with like pig pen. Remember Pig Pen? And I the, do. Charlie Brown. You had like a big green filth cloud around you, and that little lady walked right into us into it all right go ahead you know it's hard to it's hard to what i mean what I'm, hold on mike I, perry I wanna, second I round stoppage i did that on purpose mike perry perry second round tko because luke has oh, uh perry has oh, not man. knocked anybody out in quite a long time so i'm taking perry second round stoppage go ahead matt what do you guys say what oh okay now, the uh, main event uh, is uh, Valentina Shevchenko against Liz Carmouche. It's a rematch. I'm not chewing in the microphone, am I? They have fought before, um, and Carmouche uh, stopped her. I just don't remember what year that was. Wait, what? Carmouche stopped Shevchenko. Get Shut the front door! Oh. I just wanted to say, <laughs> Jimmy, I never said that before in my life. There's a it? reason for I won't even say that the door's open. I miss you when I don't see you, Jimmy. All right, listen. I miss you too. I don't think you do. I, do. I think two days a week is as much. When am I going to visit you and Sam Roberts? Whenever you want. We just let me know when you want to come in. Come in tomorrow if you want. This is, what, this is the deal. Come end, to check end, end of the month. End of the month. My family uh, is going to visit my uh, sister-in-law. And, uh, and I'll, I'll be freed up. Yeah. I'll be like a single man. No, I'm only kidding. I'm only kidding. I'm a married man. But... I will be a little freed up where I don't go, I gotta get home and see my kids. I'll be by myself. So we'll make something happen. Yeah. Again, the stuff we could I would have, like that. Again, stuff we could have talked about off air. That's okay. And by the way, I know that technically it was a, it was a doctor stoppage. Oh. But it was still a stoppage. It was still get the fuck out of here. But look, get out of here with that doctor stoppage bullshit. Maybe You Carm- made it feel like you made me think that she stopped her. Well, maybe Carmouche. But that's Liz Carmouche is holding on to that and she's saying that she thinks that gives her an advantage and that'll be in Valentina's head. Maybe she's just reaching for whatever she has. Dude. I don't know. Um, I'm not saying Shevchenko's going to lose this fight. I'm just saying and against anyone she's fought, this is the only one that there's ever been a stoppage. Yes, it was a doctor stoppage. I, I like Liz Komuch. I, I do think too. she's awesome. She and is. I think she's dangerous. And I think she likes that rear naked choke. She got Ronda's back when before Ronda was destroying the world. And Ronda got out, but it was scary for a, a split second. For a moment. Uh, for a moment. Having said that, you're not getting in Valentina Shevchenko's head. Probably not. Oh, and if you are, you'd probably run the fuck out because she got, she got a tattoo on her head of a gun. She is, and and I'm extremely an, alpha. An, an I'd animal. be a little intimidated. Yeah, you know, unless you're Amanda Nunes. 
Yeah, but who I'll has tell you, beaten everybody good. No, I love Amanda Nunes. I mean, Amanda's and the, that second the best. fight was. A, I mean, they had they had two good fights though. Yes, they did. So I mean, Valentina could hold her head up high and say, "Look, man, we we literally could still be fighting." No, you didn't put me away. You know what I mean, Jimmy? How are you gonna take it? Who are you taking? Dude, I started at the bottom. Now I'm here. I started at the bottom. And now I'm with Jimmy Norton. Still at the bottom. I made it. No, no. You started at the bottom. Now you are a bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy. Yes. I'm get, Jimmy. I'm going to take Valentina. Yeah, I have to. Uh, I think by the third round, she'll get to a... You know what I mean? And then Kamush won't like it. Kamush won't like it. Kamush won't like it. Give me no, one Liz, Kamush won't like it. Hold on. Shevchenko, Shevchenko. No, I'm trying to I'm doing like the old rock and roll. That's very good. I do like this with the old rock and roll, and you do like this for other shit. Ah! I love you so much, Jimmy. Hold on, sweetie. Okay. Daddy's thinking. All right. Dad. While you're thinking, Dad, Dad think out loud and talk while I do. My little I'm thing to with think, this broken ball. Do I ball. take Liz Carmel? Do it, Jimmy. Like a more, like a little moron kid. Watch me. <laughs> caught it. He caught the it. Fucking man. Do I take Carmouche or do I take Shevchenko? Are you out of your fucking bird? I have to weigh my little bird. I have to weigh these things. Very, very careful. When I'm done chewing, you wait for it, Jimmy. Yeah, I'll take I like. I'm a, listen. I love Shevchenko. Liz, but Shevchenko is so awesome. One more time, Jimmy. Say Kamuch won't like it. Okay, Ready? Shevchenko. Bye. Say it, Jimmy. Mm. Wait, one minute. Mm. It's gonna be. Huh? T-Bird. Wait, hold it. Wait, 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 wait. wait. No, 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 no. Jimmy. Shevchenko decision, and Karmouche will accept it. Jimmy, I had so much fun today. Me too. All right, let's end the show. What are you plugging? I'm going to be in Columbus this Friday, Saturday at the Funny Bone. <coughs> Next Friday, Saturday, I'm in the great uh, city of Timonium, Maryland. By Ooh. great, I mean not Baltimore. And I will be uh, Friday, Saturday in Magoobie's Joke House. I have Denver coming up. I have Toronto coming up. I have New Jersey coming up. I have Philadelphia coming up. You're in- Go to JimNorton.com and get tickets. Oh, that, do that. I didn't interrupt you, did I? Not at all, buddy. My buddy John Rollo, Hensel Gracie Black Belt, has got a jiu-jitsu school in Baltimore called Ground Control. I want you to go there when you're there and get your first lesson. That'd be the safest place in Baltimore. He's the size of Edwin. Is he? Yeah. Big well, I won't, I'm going to be a little while. For, I'm in a Timonium. I'm not going to be in Baltimore, or I would definitely commit would to going to Baltimore for a jiu-jitsu lesson. All right, Jimmy. From a black belt the size of Edwin. You know, I had a list of my black belts. I just got the promoter. I was going to say it real quick, but I don't have it on me. I'm going to forget somebody, okay. so I'm not going to say nothing else, you know? But I will say, go to, you know, you don't got people. You do not have to train with me. Why you would, don't have to train with me. SarahBJJ.com. Why, why wouldn't you? I mean, you should if you live near me. What the fuck? You think I'm getting nonsense? That's dude. What what I, I learned, you know what the, the Gracie family is the tree? Then I'm a little like a little branch of that. Hansel Gracie's my instructor. Don't doubt my credentials, Jimmy. Right. I know. Jimmy, uh I was saying you don't gotta train with me, but you really should train. Uh I uh I think jujitsu is um a beautiful thing. Martial arts a beautiful thing. Good for body, mind, and soul, Jimmy. You're right. I well let's walk to the let's walk together now. Oh, I just got a text and my phone is right by my uh crotch. You look happy now. Uh-huh. Bye, Jimmy. Goodbye, pal.
NetCredit is here to say yes, because you're more than a credit score. Apply in minutes and get a decision as soon as the same day. Loans offered by NetCredit or lending partner banks and serviced by NetCredit. Application subject to review and approval. Learn more at netcredit.com slash partners. NetCredit. Credit to the people. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. 